You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Rush Hour, because June is for buddies. You, no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast, filmmakers talking films. We're your host. I am Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. A Jared bunch of Kelly. buddies. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. I see you're uh, you're all keyed up and wide awake. Got your caffeine. I drank. I drank. I went to Starbucks today because oh, I had to treat myself, and I got oh, a uh, Trenta. Treat yourself. I got a Trenta iced coffee, and I drank the whole thing. So I'm a little I'm a little ready for today, and uh, you know. Yeah, feel that's it. good. All right, man, that's that's good. I like that. Prepared. Uh, we also have with us Mr. Mike Griggs. What's up? What's up? And Mr. Wahid Alkalazmi. Hey, hey, Brian. Oh wow! <laughs> All right, there. You just saw the excitement level. <laughs> oh, hilarious! <there. laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's just different moods, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're in good moods, bro. We're, we're, we're talking. We're, we're doing a buddy. Ju- we're doing a fun <laughs> month. No, no doubt. This is can, definitely a fun month. Can, can I can I start off by asking a question? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Why why are we supposed to hate Brett Ratner because this movie is cool as fuck? Oh, uh, I, 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 I didn't are look we it up. To hate him so though? he did some shit like ten years ago, <laughs> and I remember hearing about it, and everybody's like, "Oh, fuck Brett Ratner!" And I, I honestly, I also can't remember what he did that did, made. Wasn't everyone. he? Wasn't he? Well, like, he into, said, uh, "Wasn't <laughs> he me too?" Like. You know, was, is that what it was? Somebody? He also yeah. said rehearsals for Fags uh, right before uh, doing a rehearsal for the Oscars telecast. Um, he did what wow. now? He said rehearsals is for Fags. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that didn't go over too well. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. He got no. fired. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, rehearsals are for everyone, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. <laughs> What's yeah, this guy talking about? Sure. <laughs> Practice makes perfect, baby. I don't know. I think that's why, you know, a lot of people that and uh, come on outside of the Rush Hour movies. Has Brett Radner made a good movie? God, I, I need to look him up okay, real quick. Yeah, no, I got it. Fuck, man. <laughs> I also Because the first thing that my brain went to was uh, the He's third X-Men, for Red Dragon, which does not Hercules, qualify. 
X-Men The Last Stand. I enjoyed Hercules. I wouldn't call it a good movie, but I enjoyed it. He's produced it was a lot of the other film. That's true. He did. Yeah, he, he's produced a shit ton of films, actually. He, he, he produced yeah, War he, Dogs. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. But he I also as well. lost his uh, um, production deal with uh, Warner Brothers over that Me Too stuff. So Man. I don't think he's, he's doing producing. anything anymore. His last thing he directed was in 2015. Wow. That's a while. Yeah. Hercules but, was the last big thing that he did directing-wise. And producer was Georgetown 2019. So there you go. Georgetown? What the hell? I've never even heard of that. It's a city. <laughs> it's 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 well, actually dir- it's actually <laughs> directed by Christoph Waltz and starring Christoph Waltz, which is makes me want to see it. Oh, his yeah. production company does a lot of that crap. They did. Uh, he produced uh, Russell Crowe's like directorial debut. I forget what it really? was called. Yeah, huh. some, some, it's got water in the title. You a famous actor? Want to make a fucking movie? <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I can't make movies anymore. I'll make you a movie. I got you. I got you, I got you I bro. Know people. You think you're Robert Redford? Money. <laughs> Oh man, but this movie is just like what he said. It's fucking fun, man. Dude, this, it's this so movie, fun. It's it, so fun. It may be one of the most quotable movies, and it's just extremely fun. The camera work is sexy. Uh, yeah. I only saw Ooh, yes. I only saw one major flaw that jumped out at me as far as like just the film capture. Um, yeah, a- excellent. Did Did anyone else notice when he's standing on the bus and he jumps on the Hollywood sign that you can totally see the crane holding that up and all yep. the chains? Yeah, like you can, so you I can see, see the yeah. I you can see the rigging. Be like it was no. under construction. No, because in the wide shot, none of that's there, and the, it, it's just him hanging on the Hollywood sign. But all the close-up Is stuff of him moving. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Go back and rewatch it. Oh man, yeah, he's, talk, he's talking about from the bus's vanish point. Yeah, the wide uh, shot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it cuts wide and, and he's mm-hmm. like hanging on, hanging there. Did not notice. But fuck that! It's still amazing. It's cool as shit. I I, I love Jackie Chan's smile. I, I you know he he's, he he plays things uh, you know he's in that so goofy good, way that man. he always does, and it's it's just impressive and fun. <laughs> this was my first Jackie Chan movie when I was a kid. Oh and really? I, I felt like it was a good introduction to him as a white American suburban middle class. No, I think this was most Americans' introduction to it. Yeah, you know? for sure. Well, that was kind of the main point of it. Like, apparently they uh, they even reused a lot of gags from his other movies because Brett Ratner was all like, "Oh no, nobody's seen your movies in America, so let's just reuse stuff because nobody will know." Yeah, I, I remember when what was it Rumble in the Bronx came out like '96. It, it was like really close to uh, John Woo's uh, Broken Arrow, his big Hollywood film. So it was like oh, yeah. both of these high uh, Hong Kong like icons. Breaking through at Hollywood at the same time, one a star, one a director. So they, I don't know, it's cool. Hell yeah, dude! I was, I was, I in Jordan. We had a lot of you know Chinese market influence more than you guys. So I knew about Jackie Chan. Oh, hold up! No, this no. film. This was not Chinese. This is Hong Kong. There, there's Sorry. a difference. Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> Jordan, China would never be as cool to me. In, in Jordan, <laughs> there wasn't Hong Kong. It was like just China. All right, um, you know we're not America, just, bitch. Just, just like Africa and and, uh-huh. and, and, and Sabo, exactly. <laughs> Kenya, it's all the same. It's Africa, wow. exactly. Poor Hong Kong. So, bro. yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. So to us, they, they didn't come in like you know, like you know this Hong Kong star is like Chinese star Jackie Chan and uh, dude VHS tapes. Hell yeah, dude. He Man. is fucking yeah. He he is amazing. He's so done so many. And I, I love that then. this was his introduction to America. Yeah, for sure. What was your first Jackie Chan experience then? If you had seen some of the the earlier ones. Oh man, um, 
Shit, dude, I can't even remember the fucking Dude, title everybody saw fucking Police in, Story, man. That's the that one that everybody Arabic. saw. What's the one where he had a twin brother? Are you thinking he, of he, Jean-Claude he, Van Damme? No, I'm, I'm thinking of Jackie Chan. There, he had to play both sides of it. I don't remember that one. I remember I'm a Jet Li. Up real quick. Are you sure you're not thinking of like Jet Li's The One? I think you're thinking of Jet oh, Li's yeah, The One. Th- that's definitely. But that was like that was around the same like time. That was like 2099 ish. It's it? the Jackie Chan movie called uh, Twin Dragons. Twin. Oh Dragons? yeah. What? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's a 1992 film. Uh, excellent. Kind of a fun. I can't. Fun movie. I haven't seen that no. one. Yeah, mm. um, he has one called "Who Am I?" and he's like, "Yep, that's good." Desert too. raising in the fucking whatever. Who yeah, am I? I saw that one. Who am mm, I? Yeah, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, fucking dude. awesome, man. Yeah, man. Uh, God damn, that is that's I, an amazing fucking dude. I, I remembered while watching this movie that I saw this in the theater, uh, and I had forgotten that I had seen this in the theater, and it brought back. I was like, "Whoa, this is really weird," because I've seen this movie way more on TV, and I was think I was sitting mm. there th- looking at it, watching it in its original aspect ratio today going wow i don't think i've ever seen this in the original aspect ratio but then i was had a memory i was like I, we saw this in the theater so i guess i've seen it once in the original aspect ratio but most of the time you see it four by three it's really nice to see this movie opened up i've never uh, seen this four three really yeah i saw i've this seen the, this on tv so many times yeah dude. guilty this yep. is one of the first blue uh not blu-rays the first dvds i ever bought like uh oh really, yeah, oh, really? right after lethal weapon and bleed like yeah, so yeah rush like hour. 16 by 9 yeah it was, you know, it was, yeah. it's a letterbox, but you know, dude, that, that was that was also a year of like action buddy comedy kind of movies, right? What else yeah. came out that year that was kind of like this same formula? Oh, in '98, um, I I don't know, uh, man. Was this '98? This was '96. Uh, no, no, uh, Rush Hour was '98. '98, okay. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah, I, you know, buddy comedies, uh, cops that cop films that weren't sequels. I man, I don't. Did a Lethal Weapon come out the same year? Uh, Lethal Weapon 4 Lethal came Weapon out. Lethal Weapon 4? 97? Yeah. 98? It was in that area. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, yeah, yeah that's the only thing I can think of, really. Man, it was, it was fucking just, it was cool seeing, like, a tall, funny, L.A. brute cop, you know, that happens to be black, and a fast as fuck kung fu master Asian guy. Buddy up to go fuck some people up. It was fucking great. I loved it. I was like, dude, we need more of this shit. This is hilarious. Absolutely. How old was Jackie Chan in this film? It had to have been in his 40s. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he was a little older, so it's pretty impressive that he was still doing all that. I think he's... Hell, I think he put out something recently, too. But Yeah, he's still... Yeah, he was, he was born he's in 54. impressive. 54, man. Insane. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty crazy. Just, he's been legit forever. I don't know. That's a, that's what's interesting about this version of the the buddy cop uh, formula is that they, it's usually you know a white guy, black guy, is how it's split up. You think of Lethal Weapon, Forty Eight Hours, those kind of films, even Beverly Hills Cop, where the white guys are really not. I wouldn't call them buddies. They're not Eddie Murphy. They're not the star of that film. But th- I mean, it was kind of cool seeing a martial arts and a comedian both on screen. I thought yeah. that was a nice pairing, and that's kind of what makes this movie to me feel a little fresh in this genre. It was, a, it was a fresh interpretation of a similar formula that we've seen a lot of times, but it was there's so much freshness added to it that it was just it was fun the whole time. And the dialogue is so sharp and it's fast. Yeah, man. And I don't know it. it like I just, you keep saying the same word, but fresh and like it, it just it just it it really holds up. Like I, I found myself it totally like, holds up. I, I think I think the pace of it, everything, it just it it doesn't feel like it's you know as old as it is. Really, I guess I guess a lot of films are are, are copying this. I guess. Are there a lot of films that are copying this? 
Are there I a lot know. of buddy cop movies that came out after this? Did you see Cop Out? <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody? I don't think so. Kevin I Smith have. saw it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, this, I don't know. It's kind of a I don't genre. Know. I don't know. It, it, it feels it feels modern to me. This is the way it's shot. I don't know. Oh, the, except ex- except for the, some of the compositing at the end. Oh, you're talking about when he's like uh, hanging above the uh, the rafters. Yeah, no, it, no. It's, it's even the, there's a shot where he's like running across the rafters and he jumps. It's kind of it's a it's yeah. a full shot. It's a wide shot. Yeah, that's a composite, and that really looks bad. Um, but and then when he's hanging, some of that's. But like when he gets the hanging thing is kind of forgivable. But after he jumps that that beam and then runs across and he comes toward the camera and he climbs up over a beam, uh, that composite was terrible. But uh, the edges are way too sharp. It was like they weren't doing blending or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was ninety eight, bro. Yeah, oh, it's it's still you know wow. <laughs> what you know? It's ninety eight. It should look good. What do you? That that's not a, a pre qualifier for why it should look terrible. What? Uh, you know, you know, we didn't been, have the monies back then. Thirty some odd million dollars. It's a lot of money. Where was yeah, that they, going? They doubled their budget for every single one of the sequels. Like, the second one was ninety million or sixty million or something like that. The third one was one hundred twenty million. Wow. Like, they kept spending a shit ton more money because they were like, you're just raking it in, so we're just going to throw it all at you and keep making us more money, please. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, outside but, of now, Austin now, Powers, <laughs> this is all new line cinema head. Oh, yeah. So so, so this film was your first introduction to Jackie Chan. So yeah. was that your also first introduction to that style of stunt work and that style of, like, fight scenes and stuff like that? Uh, I think so, yeah. I saw a Bruce Lee movie around the same time. I don't remember which one it was. Probably like Enter the Dragon or something like that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. But yeah, I would have to say yeah. This, it's cer- certainly one of the earlier memories that I have of Did it, of did it blow your anything. fucking mind? You're like, Absolute how the fuck are you fighting <laughs> while you're on a chair? How the yes. fuck does that work, bro? Dude, it was the most fun ever. Like, it was just... All of the things, like every single one of his gags works for me, and it still holds up and works for me. Yeah, totally. Uh, like from the second that he that he does anything, like when he when he's at the uh, the consulate and he just climbs up a wall in like two seconds, and then he's just just the Jackie Chan thing where he he climbs up a fucking wall and then he takes one little beat to turn the the security monitor. Like yeah. those are the kinds of things where you're just like, this is why you're a fucking legend, because because you're you're always acting while you're doing all of your things, and it totally works every time. I think the vase breaking scene is my favorite fight. Oh, oh that is amazing, dude! It's yeah. so good. Well, you feel for him at the end of it too. Well, you get well, his cosmic timing in that fight. You know, you yeah, can see his physicality, yeah, sure. and well, that that also plays into the story. You know, because he sa- he saved all that merchandise at the beginning, so he's kind of got yeah. a personal connection to it, and it's his history, which is great. But uh, I love the the gun. You know, in the the office above the restaurant, the the gun like across the floor, they're all stepping on it and trying to kick <laughs> yeah. it away, and like get, you know get the gun <laughs> thing that. That whole sequence really plays really well. It's awesome. Dude, I remember getting my ass whooped by my mom with my brothers after this film came out because we tried to reenact that whole thing in our living room. The whole <laughs> <Heck> yes. <laughs> that didn't go too well. <laughs> Man. You know, um, she came home and you were like, shit. it was the dog. <laughs> we don't <laughs> have a dog. <laughs> we don't, yeah, exactly. We don't have I didn't have dog. anything to blame it on uh, outside of us. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Made me fall in love with this fellow man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Yeah. How weird is it that, that um, they set the drop-off point for the money 
to be at that restaurant, which is where the dude's I know there's a quarters big, was. And then yeah, the, the villains are surprised. Me. <laughs> You're like, like, yeah. like, they're not gonna suspect the fucking whorehouse right next to this. You know, like, like, like you've got you've got this room with like TVs in the walls. It's like a straight up like evil lair, and you, <laughs> it's right where you're going to do the the drop off. What the fuck's happening? Well, they they act yeah. surprised like when when Jackie Chan and them show up, and it's like, well, guys, you just called the FBI and told you told us where them you where you were. Yeah, it's like what. Why was the the guy that? Why was Tom Wilkerson's character Jun Tao? Why was he there? No sense. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was that was one of the only few things that that didn't work for me. Like especially at the end of that scene when like the actual FBI runs into the two of them and they're like, "What are you guys doing here?" Like they they could have had like a half a throwaway line to explain like, a, "Oh, we we didn't expect to see you here" or something like that, and they just right. they just breezed right past. And I was like, "Wait, really?" Bro, okay. bro, it doesn't matter, bro. They get a hundred points already, no matter what, because they said <laughs> the name of the film in the movie. Oh, oh yeah, they did. Yes, they okay, did. Okay, that's yeah, it, bro. You don't need any plot line outside of that. What the fuck are you talking about, man? You just sit. If Dude. you see that What's within the first on? twenty oh, minutes of the out. film, you just sit back here and go, <laughs> okay. I, I, don't worry about plots. You just enjoy the ride, bro. Just enjoy the fucking that's ride. That's a badass. That's a badass scene. I, I, like, it's so funny that little girl like singing that Mariah Carey song, dude. and the dude's driving. Like, God, <laughs> damn, really? <laughs> yeah, the reaction is man, pretty it, good. I totally oh, forgot man. about that scene. And like the it's so the funny. lead up to it where the song's playing. I'm like, oh yeah, man, this is hitting that late '90s vibe. And then it cuts to that, and I was like, oh, yeah, man. It's so good, man. She's a great little actress. Uh, every single one of her yes. scenes sells. It, she kills great. it. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, especially she when they're trying to kidnap her. Like this, this is one of the few times in in cinema that, at least I've, I remember, where someone who's actually getting kidnapped puts up a fight that seems valid. Right. <laughs> especially yeah. for an eleven year old. She kicks that well, one dude her. in the face. <laughs> He, t- he told oh her, be God. sure to keep practicing your eye, gal- your eye your gouges eye and punches, <laughs> your, kicks, yeah. your kicks and eye gouges. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if you had him as a teacher, you know, you, you should be safe. Oh, he was a teacher, bro. He was in that Karate Kid remake. Wax on, wax off. See, if there's anybody who could play Miyagi, it would be him. That is fair. I thought that was nice casting. That was, that was pretty smart. Yeah. Maybe a little on the nose, but that's okay. Who else would it be? What, now? Oh. He could yeah. even still do it now. Or even, or even then. Oh, I don't there's know. There's nobody yeah. else. Yeah, there's there's no one else. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that would be a hard role to cast. Who else would you get? I mean, like you could get Jet Li, but man, Jet Li just looks. He just looks fucking like a Dude, badass Jet motherfucker. He just looks. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Jet, Jet, Jet Li still looks like a fucking Russian built tank, like, like an assassin. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, no. He he's not going to be teaching him the good kind of you know martial arts. He's going to be teaching him like here's how he's you chop like someone's off. Sweep the leg. Oh man, the guy who played uh, the 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 blonde haired Asian assassin in this one, man, oh, he just dude, had that perfect look, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he did. fantastic, man. Yeah, he like he's the perfect henchman. Like like yeah. it, 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 if yeah. it, a lot of this film's playing uh, on the stereotypes. Ken Leung, I think Ken Leung. I'm sure he's done many I'm things look, I've seen, I'm but I can't remember. He was but, uh, Miles and Lost. That was that was my first. Was he really? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Oh no way! Yeah, I man. see that now. I love him yeah. in Lost. Wow. Yeah, Ken that, that that just opened up the movie. That, that just kind of like popped a little blood vessel right? in my brain. You're like, Holy but uh, <laughs> but no, man. Like you he's, were cool he's... before Lost. What? <laughs> <laughs> he he's so solid as a henchman, dude. He is, and you know he played. I think he was in Lethal Weapon Five. What or what? Is he the guy? There's in no that? Lethal Weapon Five. 
or four? <laughs> four. Is he the guy? <laughs> no, no, no. He's not. No, no he's Jet not Li. the guy. No, it's not. He's not the guy. I think he is in it. Like I think he's oh. one of the gang members or something. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Background, you know, Asian mafia number one. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. triad so, like, member number he, one. He, he he played he played a few of those, man. But uh, he's a really good actor, man. I like him. I be- I believe him. Like when he was, when 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 he took out his AK. Oh, sorry, that little Uzi thing that he had. Oh, that little yeah. and, and 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 he brought it up to Jackie Chan. He's like, "Don't move!" Like I fucking believed him because his like lip like did this little jitter thing, and I'm like, "Ooh, that motherfucker means it." He's like pissed off on the inside. Is he pissed or is he just scared of getting his ass whooped by Jackie Chan? <laughs> you know, yes. it could be Which both. Could happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be both. <laughs> hey, man, with these kind of films, you never know, bro. You just take you, you just. Listen, this is why I'm loving this fucking month. You're just going to hear me saying this a lot. Man, you just go with the ride on these, bro. Don't yeah. worry about... I, I bro it out on this stuff. I don't know why I'm going bro so much, but I'm just saying... It's, like, it's because these movies are fun, and like, dude, it's like this movie's full of like lines that pay off. And that, yes. even, even that yeah, guy, he's, sure. he's like, uh, he's like wipe your face off, you, you know, you're bleeding. <laughs> like, you know, and then that comes back. Like, there, there's so many little, like, little, and like, like set up payoffs. Even if the delivery on payoff. that was horrible, but it's like, I don't give a You think a that shit. was horrible? Not, the I delivery. thought that was great. I thought the first the first time was great. Like, the first time was great, yeah. But the then, second time, know, the, the second wording time on that was a little Zucker, weird. I'm like, uh, okay, clean uh, yourself up. Well, You're because he was dead. he was walking up to him and he was smiling <laughs> while he was walking up to him. Like, ooh, if I was doing a character course, development here, I'm gonna say you're gonna smiling, be psychotic. Though. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you can't just kill someone. Like, walk up to the motherfucker laughing. Like, yeah. It's like Joker. <laughs> I don't know. That shit. kind of like, fits Chris Tucker pretty well. No, though. it totally fit his character because like he's finally the action hero he wanted to be. You know, that's true. Yeah, I mean, they open like his his whole scene in the cop o- in in the police office where he's like telling what fifteen people the giant story, exaggerating everything. The trunk popped open and like yeah. ten guys jumped out. I had to take them all down. <laughs> but then these dumb cops showed up. Yeah. A bunch of idiots. <laughs> I mean, and I had to save them too. <laughs> <laughs> the writing in this, like they do, like you said, they they set up so many things that pay off really, really well. Like it's it's really good. Like there there's a few lines that are cheesy, and there's a few moments that are a little bit cornball. But it's the '90s, and none of it is out of place, and it all works for me. Apparently, that was really difficult for Jackie Chan because he memorized the entire script, so he would like, know yeah, when to, when to come in. And uh, Chris Tucker was like improving a oh, lot, geez. and it would throw him off. And, and he's like, I don't know when to talk. Like, cause, uh, cause, you know, <laughs> because this is all different now. So it would like fuck him up and they'd have to like do multiple takes just because there was so much improving. That's interesting. Yeah. Brett Radner was not uh, very complimentary of the original script. <laughs> the, the way this all came together was Brett Radner wanted to like, you know, get Jackie Chan in a movie and he had a bunch of right. scripts and Jackie Chan picked this one. And he's like, yeah, I think this would be good for you. It's just a really shitty script. But, you know, well, we can make it good. We'll make it good. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Like, wow. Yeah, he was not complimentary of the uh, the writing staff or the original writer, Damn. I guess. What was Brett Ratner before this film? Uh, he did uh, another Chris Tucker movie, uh, Money Talks with Charlie Sheen. It's a fine little 90s I comedy. think I've seen it, but, yeah, it's I kind of remember it. Obviously. It's not rush hour. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's not Dude, rush hour. I, it's not I know Friday. a ton of people that fucking know this film, man. This is one of those. Everybody films knows like, this movie. Yeah, man. Movie. I, you know, it's like I, I like I have friends of mine that you know. It's like, hey, have you ever seen Amadeus? They're like, what the fuck are you talking about, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you ever seen Rush Hour? Fuck yeah, I love that movie, bro. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Okay, this film is endearing to the American psyche. It's like. 
it's done something to y'all, you know? It's like... I don't know. Is this trilogy old enough, though? Like, the younger generation, do you think they seek this out and watch it? Do you do you think kids... Well, the last days? one was in 2007, so, you know... I know, it's a while, right? 13 yeah, years. it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you and I are... You know, well, you know, you're someone's dad, so guess what? Your kids know about Rush Hour. Oh man, you, my, you my kids, kids <laughs> yeah, my, my kids. I, I showed my older two this movie. Yeah, they they like this film. Well, yeah, but see, do, see, but see do your I'm kids saying? know Beverly Hills Cop? No, no, <laughs> oh, we, we haven't done that. That is rated R, Jared. We haven't. Uh, prog- Although I was really <laughs> shocked at the amount of foul language for a PG-13 movie. I, I was too. Yeah, yeah. Really, I didn't notice. I oh it was my god! I was only. I was only noticing because I, I plan to show my kids that this trilogy, like rewatching it again. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna let them watch this. But like, uh, maybe it's another year out, maybe just a little. What's bit. what's the it's age gap? The did, did, did you let your? I mean, look, what was the worst thing in this movie as far as language? I don't remember. Well, they dropped the n word just like uh, four or five times, and then Jackie Chan does it in a comic stick, and it's like, oh wow, you could not do that today. That is true. Just that made it feel very. I dated. thought it was great. I thought oh, it was funny. Yeah. It, <laughs> it works in the moment, Chelsea but it's Clinton definitely one of those things we were like, <laughs> "Oh, the Chelsea Clinton joke is the most dated joke." Yeah, in it. I, my my kids looked over and they're like, "What? I don't I don't get that. Who is that?" Who's the, and you're like, "Don't the... don't watch the the Beavis and Butthead movie either, kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really bad one in there. You have breath of, I have breath of too." <laughs> I forgot about that, man. Maybe I'm better for that, Jared. Uh, man, no, those those were some good years for cinema, man. 96 to 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go yeah, back dude. to those days. The world had already seen Jurassic Park and Toy Story. Exactly. It was time. And they're like, it we're was, done. It's a refreshing we're gonna, time. We're going to do some crazy fucking action shit. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Guys, wait till you see this new Star Wars movie. It is mind-blowing. Oh, it's going to be sick. It's going to be great, man. They shot it all on this thing that looks green. <laughs> and then we all learned what fucking green screen is oh. after. We're like, why? Why did you just mentally fucking rape us? That's legit right there. I think I learned what green screen was, or blue screen, from Walt Disney. He did a thing where he's like wearing a tie. We're yeah. not all nerds, Jared. <laughs> they, they've been using the, the green screen. The, the ones got lovers. it from the other nerds, okay? <laughs> there was a thing they put out to explain how they do things back in the day. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock was using blue screen. Yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah. They do they do cool stuff, man, you know? Personally, I like rear projection for back in the day, but, you know, whatever. Um, you guys got anything before we go and break? No. I, think it's I want to come to back and fucking laugh. Yeah, let's watch the trailer <laughs> to remind ourselves what happened. Dissect scene by scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to play the trailer for Brush Hour. We'll be back. If you want the girl back alive, listen and do not talk. The drop will be made tonight, 11 p.m. The amount will be $50 million. $50 million? And who do you think you kidnapped, Chelsea Clinton? Detective James Carter <laughs> loved his job. Just a little too much. You destroyed half a city block. That block was already messed up. And you lost a lot of evidence. Still got a little bit left. But the job got a little too dangerous. You have 29 minutes left. I got everything under control. Bye-bye. I want to speak with my daughter. I was about to get his daughter back and you screwed it up. I would like one of my people to help. Now it's time to bring in the master. Please tell me you speak English. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I don't want no partner, I don't need no partner, and I ain't gonna never have no partner. Did Kojak have a partner? Yeah, the fat guy. Did Columbo have a partner? No, 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 no. You put your own bag in the back. I'm not a sky cat. 
Ah, bitch boy. Oh, hell no. Don't you ever touch a black man's radio, boy. They're two cops with nothing in common. Do it again. Like this. Except the case. Hello. You have one more chance. They can't walk away from. Agent Carter is very passionate about finding your daughter. Which one of y'all kick me? From New Line Cinema. The fastest hands in the East. Meet the biggest mouth in the West. Just received a threat on the building. We ask you, please exit the building. Do not panic. Jackie Chan. I can't hold that anymore. Just hang on, man. I'll be right back. Oh! Chris Tucker. FBI. Take a picture. It's okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rush hour. We can hang my crib. I will show you my hood. What the hell did you just say? All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Rush Hours. Titties, titties, titties. Get them titties out of here, guys. Ooh, get those titties out of here. Get those titties over here. Um, this trailer made me remember that I, I loved the fucking DP on this. I think he did a great job. And, I, and, and while digging through his resume, Adam he was Greenberg. a steady, he was a steady cam yeah. operator on uh, Point Break. Uh, oh, really? Amazing. <laughs> we, we've talked about him before. Uh, he did uh, Terminator and Terminator 2. Man, yeah, he, he, he fucking like, nailed this one. It's got a very, like, very clean, modern... Uh, you know, uh, for a comedy, it's not. It, it actually has some contrast. It, it, it feels it, it feels right, man. Yeah, I you mean, know? it's no Michael Bay like you know, Bad Boys. All right. Oh, it's but, not super know, polished. I mean, it's, it's polished. Like, it it it's looks clean. great. It's, it's very every, clean. Every single frame feels very thought through and very composed. And like, like there, there's there's not a single shot that I was looking at that was like, oh man, there's like this in a giant like empty wall over there. Like, right, yeah. It all felt very like you're in the space. You know where things are, and and it just. It served the story really, really well. It wasn't it, dark in any way, which, you know, it felt like it could have been maybe a little bit more stylized, but it, it worked for the sense of the comedy and the, like, the action where you're like, okay, it's Jackie Chan, like, maybe you don't know where he's going to go in the frame, so let's just kind of well, light the scene. Well, also just knowing be. that, you know, they're running multiple cameras just to catch things, so with, yeah. with, the, with the lighting as being as good as it is with multiple cameras rolling, oh, it's yeah. really impressive. But and it's also very interesting that there are multiple cameras rolling because of the way that they wanted to edit it. Uh, Jackie Chan was more about, his, in the way he works, is, is more of a long single take with acrobatics in it, so it's more impressive. So you've got like this kind of like one-take thing going, but that's not the way this film is. This film is like cut like an action movie it's, it's to help pace and, and all that go. So uh, he, Jackie Chan's actually quoted as saying that he, he's like, he wishes that there would have been more his style put into it. As far as like the way the camera works, they couldn't fit it in, man. Like they were, uh, they're talking about like some of these action scenes he sets up, and it takes him three months to not shoot them. And they were like, "No, yeah. that's how long we have for the entire movie. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that." So they, yeah. and that's kind of why this film, like, I don't know, it, it's awesome. Jackie Chan's greatness, like all of his stunt work, is really amazing in this. But it's not, it's not like those Hong Kong movies, man. It's just not. It's not the crazy like yeah. jaw dropping moments. We're like, yeah, yeah, the, the, those don't come to like 
the second or even third one of the rush hour. Man, I don't feel like it ever comes in this series, really, you know? I don't know, man. That whole scaffolding scene in the second one, uh, you know, the bamboo scaffolding, that that's a Hong Kong set piece right there. Oh, no oh, doubt. Yeah. 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 No, it's yeah, got that... touches. It just never goes, like, you know what I mean, to the extremes yeah, or to the heights. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, okay, so how much of that, that pacing was a result of not just the the actionishness of it, but also the way that Chris Tucker was very improvisational and shooting two cameras so they could actually get coverage on a scene while they're, you know, doing so much improv. Like the whole scene with Chris Tucker and uh, the the guy that's selling the maps in front oh, of John the Chinese theater. Yeah. yeah. Which that was a great little cameo or whatever, but it was like apparently that that scene was so improvised that they were like concerned that they would be able to cut it together and it still kind of had some "Quote unquote continuity errors," which I hate even calling anything continuity errors. But there was there were some moments where they were like, "Okay, I guess we have enough to make this scene work conversationally." But how much of the overall thing was was more a result of we have this fast-paced talking guy for the whole thing, and we need to make some of that kind of translate to the action and to the you know. At, at what point do you make those decisions in, in the whole process? That's kind of what I'm saying, I guess. Uh, man, I don't know. Once you start. Working with so many improvised um, stunts and on top of that dialogue, like I don't know. I mean, I think that's why like there are some inconsistencies and just like some sloppy writing in the film because you know movies yeah. are shot out of order, and I just think right, right. They had some, they had holes. I mean, there's even stuff on the behind the scenes where you can see like Jackie Chan's talking to the producer, and Brett Ratner's not even there. He's like outside on a phone call, and Jackie Chan's like, "Is Brett still on the phone?" And like Jackie Chan's just doing all this blocking and going through everything, and <sighs> well, that that was part of his that was part of his deal though. He, he's basically he, his thing was that um, you know in China, uh, in Hong Kong, you know they they do this great action, but they don't do story very very well. So his his deal was, you you do the story and I'll do the action. So he actually ran the crews, and sometimes he was even doing the choreography himself. I know what I'm saying though is like this isn't really like. We're not we're not he really talking about the story over. here for rush hour. You know, we're talking about the chemistry and the stunts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Yeah. Right, yeah. I don't know. I I guess that makes sense, but I don't have a lot of love for Brett Radner, man. I just <laughs> <laughs> I can feel that. I feel yeah. that coming off of you. Yeah. You're like, hey, "Fuck this dude." All right, so here, for, for, forget about all that shit. You know, the whole set piece, I don't know, some of the action scenes and pieces in this were fun as fuck to watch. Yes. It just made me go like, "Dude, maybe a little nostalgic." But it, also it gives it go, high rewatchability. Exactly, sure. it just makes For you sure. miss that like dumb buddy comedy bullshit, and like you know, like him going into the restaurant and telling him, "Don't walk into a restaurant, just act like a tourist." And he's like, "But I am a tourist." I'm like, "God, ah, it's hilarious." <laughs> and then when he goes up to the second floor and they're having all that issue up there, I'm like, "All right, dude, you know, this was a fun little fucking scene, you know." Um, I don't know, like, so to me, it's just like feels like yeah i think they had a winning combination of maybe yeah filmed it with multiple cameras to capture the nuance of improv but then they had a you know whatever it is whatever they did to me it clicked and it was fun it was fun as fuck to watch yeah it's fun i'm trying to trying to see when shanghai nights came out that was like 2099 2001 2003 so oh shit wow really before it was before oh wait that's the sequel hour three well, what, what's what's Shanghai? Shanghai, 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 Sh
So that's right after that's right after rush hour. So it's, it's interesting that he had two kind of the same, I mean, you know, feeling uh, films uh, series going at the same time. Yeah, Is you need surprising? a white or that's a black like Hollywood's one to carry you. Yeah, yeah. But let's take a formula, try to throw a few a few paint jobs on it, and and make it something that's fresh enough that people will want to yeah. see the same hey, thing. Bro, but it's yeah. rush hour in the Wild West, so we'll put yeah, a white guy with you. <laughs> <laughs> with Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 <laughs> you ever seen Bottle Rocket? <laughs> Bottle Rocket. I like his Wes Anderson movies. Uh, yeah, those oh, are, yeah, but that, really that's all Wes Anderson, though. <laughs> no, he oh, co-wrote shit. those. Did he, really? Yeah, he co-wrote uh, Royal Tenenbaums, um, <coughs> Bottle Rocket, and I, man, yeah. did he do Rushmore as well? I can't remember. But yeah, he, no, he co-wrote I, for a yeah. while. Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I didn't know. Yeah, wow. they were buddies, bro. They were pals living with each other. Go, going back real quick, you you guys were saying that, or somebody was saying that the the movie didn't really have a like a like a style. I agree with that in terms of like the car stuff or like the daytime where you can tell that they're shooting with two cameras and you have like you know the two masters and then the two clean shots of your actors, right? Yeah. But the nighttime stuff, man, I feel like that stuff is. It looks so sexy, man, and just screams yeah. like neon, like it's you know Chinese really lights well. everywhere, oh, yeah. all the, Hong Kong all lights, all the nighttime stuff, it, all gorgeous. the nighttime stuff. It, it's that's that's where Adam Greenberg is is channeling his his Terminator work for sure. Yeah, I think that stuff like, looks great, man. Yeah. Those wet streets on fucking LA oh, look so sexy, yeah. dude. Yeah, when he does that wide like dance shot where he does the Michael Jackson kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's after he all blows up a is... trunk full of C four with a bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with 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 uh, Which with, is what's, what's his name? Uh, the guy from uh, Reservoir Dogs, Chris Penn. Um, Chris Penn. Yeah, dude, yeah, he man. was good to see in this man. Like, I think he died shortly after this. I think, or it's in this. It's within five years of this. Oh, okay. Did he? Oh man, I thought. Oh, that's right. He did die young. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I think about he had that. a heart attack or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I thought it was hilarious that the uh, the. The first thing uh, Chris Penn said to Brett Radner when he was like offering to hire me he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I just want you to know I could kick Jackie Chan's ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm a boxer I and I can fucking kick I his ass." Love, I would okay, love to see sure. that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Oh man, Hollywood uh, macho men. You get that gun off my dad. <laughs> <laughs> man, he he was badass, dude. My daddy once caught caught a bullet. What is bad? <laughs> oh, dude, I love all that. Yeah, she's talking about my dad. So she's talking about my dad. Oh, that is good. That's nice. It, 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 see, amongst all the uh, amongst all the action and stuff, they they tried to put some backstory in there and and like give them like an emotional connection to to create their friendship and everything. Like all, yeah. all, all the all the characters are very well defined, and you know, and they this movie's very thought out. Yeah, could, well, that's why could, I said earlier tell. that it 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 feels it like it was out? written really well. Like whether it was the original screenplay so, or how they worked it out on set or how they they fixed it in, in the edit. Like one way or another, there's there's some there's some really good character progressions. Like you you feel like you kind of understand everybody where they're at from the get go, uh, and and everybody has a little bit of a progression throughout the whole thing. I feel like that with like the characters and the and the motivations or developments and everything. I, I yeah. totally agree, but. Man, guys, this plot just is fucking stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's <laughs> this no fucking plot, plot in this. doesn't even make goddamn <laughs> you know. sense. Like, th- th- they start Dude, looking the plot for is like there arms to bring him to America. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But they're sitting here looking for arms dealers, and it's like, wait a minute, why are you looking for? Ar- you, 
You're not looking for somebody that's buying weapons. You're looking for somebody that kidnapped a little girl. Why do you think the person that's buying all the arms in L.A. also kidnapped a little girl? How did you make that jump in logic? I don't know. It just makes no fucking sense at all. If you stop and think about this movie just for one second, <laughs> I know you're having fun. I know it's got a lot of jokes, but it's just – I don't feel like it's oh. well thought out. I just feel like this is a sloppy, like, I don't know. I've thrown I, together – The arms dealer stuff, that that felt more like uh, Chris Tucker's just, just – He's he's doing what he does, and he's he's going where he knows, and this is just what happens to turn up when he goes to those places and he talks to those people, and the fact that it eventually coincides with it is more sheer dumb luck than it is like him actually pursuing the arms dealers, and it just also happens to coincide because that okay that's that's a little bit contrived in the no in the he's scope of he's the story. looking for him because when he's talking to the his cousin that's all dressed in that giant. Awesome red the, pimp. The red outfit. Outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, what's right? your mama, mama gave me? Gave me this. Yeah, he said, he said, he said yeah. yo, yo, mama gave me this suit. Yeah, your mama gave me this suit. I want to see you on church on Sunday. I went to the night service. I went to the night service. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> in there like, yo, do you know this guy's name? And he's like, no, nobody knows his name. So he, he is actually trying to find out information. Oh, okay, on this guy. yeah, 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 you're right. That's fair. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just thrown together. It makes no he's sense. He's a sloppy cop, but but like he he gets things done. You know, he's been around. I mean, it doesn't yeah, make man. sense why the FBI didn't want this, uh, want extra help. I mean, like, this, the guy makes a good point. Uh, the, uh, what's his, what is, what is this guy? Is he an ambassador? What's his title? He's a consul. Consul. Consul Han. There you go. So he's sitting there. He's like, well, look, I'm not a fucking American citizen. I'm Chinese. I want somebody from China. Like, that makes fucking sense. Right. Yeah. They call it out in the script, and then they're like, eh, well, you know, uh,. <sighs> We need a reason for Chris Tucker that's going to be LAPD. And why does he have to be LAPD? Why can't he just be a, an FBI guy? Uh, why does this have to be so contrived? Oh, uh, because the FBI didn't want anything if it went bad to fall back on them. So they said, hey, make the LAPD babysit because, you know, fuck the LAPD. I'm just saying, <laughs> man. It's just like adding an extra step. I mean, no, no. It made perfect sense because they literally said that. So I'm just saying you just missed the line. No. So that's I, all no, it is. But no, that line I, I'm saying that it. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Because he's a detective, oh, yeah. and so is Jackie yeah. Chan. He's a police inspector. Yeah, bro. Don't have to make it. It no puts sense. them on the same. Puts them on the same ground. What I'm saying is, it would make a lot more sense if Chris Tucker was just a young FBI guy breaking in. It would just make everything a lot more seamless and easy. And then you could give screen time instead of to contrived plot points, right? So we can make an LAPD officer fit into the FBI. You'd give more time to Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, or we would cut this runtime down. That's all I'm saying. You thought it was too long? No, Did it I didn't. Feel too long to you? I think I think the but pace may, was really may, good maybe, for it. Yeah, just, maybe it they were really... going to explore all that in uh, you know in chapter two, like bro, like they already knew that. Maybe they're like, oh, we're just gonna. You think they knew they were going to do a sequel? No, yeah, I don't think they're going to do a sequel. They, they, they knew this motherfucker was going to break over two hundred million dollars <laughs> at the box yes. office. <laughs> they had no idea. <laughs> they had, they had, they, this was a sleeper, bro. They were like, what? <laughs> Dude, they fucking banked on this movie. How yeah. was it that this film like was a sleeper? How was it like not explosive right out the gate? It was explosive. No, I think right it was explosive. Yeah, yeah. It was it? Huge I, 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 oh, I didn't know that it opened up like that. I, I thought that didn't it they open it like sixty million or something? Didn't like double the the budget in the first weekend? Uh, well, that that was Rush Hour Two. Um, okay, opened really big. Uh, this opening weekend was thirty three million. Okay, so that's they hit their budget really big in the yeah. fucking open weekend. That's that's a good opening weekend. You can't complain about that. Yeah, no, nope. no kidding. May and, never and, happen and, again. And, and this film made. <laughs> Made what? <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Jared. That's 
fucking depressing. When, when they're saying that Kevin Smith may have the largest budget gross for the last year. <laughs> because oh, <God> damn. <laughs> to give context to what they're talking about, Jared shared a, uh, an article today that, uh, that notes that China, 40% of their theaters that have closed will have closed permanently and will never reopen. That's yeah. grim. That's, that's depressing. Yeah. Let's hope Not just like, oh, they're closed for here. six months. Just like they're done. They're never, they're never coming back. Can't handle that, guys. Hey, uh, how, how did you guys like the, the 1998 uh, take on Asian culture in America? <laughs> in Los was, Angeles, too. He's talking about people like, he, awesome. he's weirded out by, by Asian food. Which is yeah, really weird yeah, to me that, like, that he yeah. would be. He's like, ew, a he, he'd, be, he'd be in his thirties maybe, and he's and he's never had Chinese food. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a little bit like, a, like okay, this is they're just wow. trying to set I'm up like, a joke. Like that gag would have worked well if he is in Hong Kong, not yeah. <laughs> he is yeah right by Compton. <laughs> like I like I like how he's like, you gonna try to sell me a box of grease? Every he's like, you got some fried, you got you got some like chicken wings or some ribs? All that shit's grease. <laughs> Everything yeah, no he, kidding. I think that's the <laughs> joke though, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just it's just like wow. Uh, yeah. I'd rather have really awesome like you know Chinese Asian, food. Yeah, dude, you, you know it's great. Yeah. You know it's great where they were. Bro, don't make well, me Well, yeah, I know, both. dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. every restaurant and where they were, <laughs> it, it was all full of Chinese people. I'm like, yes. that is especially, some good Chinese that is food. Especially if you have, um, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Detective Lee showing you what to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Man. Oof. If you walk yeah. into a Chinese restaurant and it's full of Chinese people, you're like, I'm in the right place. Yeah, we've come to the right place. If there's a lot of white people there, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> chicken? You're at a Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah! That's true, 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 true that, bro. There goes and our Panda Express corporate sponsorship. Panda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, brought to you by Panda Express. Jerry said, "I'll, I'll still pimp them out, dude. I don't care. Get your buffet on. <laughs> Come get COVID with us." Um, oh, too. Whoa. Did you, get, did, you get, did you guys think the uh, energy between uh, Chris Rock and uh, Jackie Chan was Chris up Rock. to par? Uh, Chris Tucker, Chris sorry. Tucker. And um, Jackie Chan was up to par. Like, did, did it work for you guys? Do you like it? Do you enjoy oh, it? No. Like, I think first, it's really first, good. First take on it, like first time watching. Oh, that, that, that's the movie's like biggest strength, right? Is their chemistry. Yeah, like, for sure. if yeah, if they didn't work together on screen, I think this movie would be just dog shit. It just yeah, it, totally. It would be like some martial arts moments stuck in a really boring story. Also, knowing that the what what the editing. And it had to piece together Jackie Chan's performance because he didn't really speak good English. So they're like they're working with him to get the lines out right. So this this, this movie to be as clean and and flow as well as it does, uh, you, you know they had to chop that edit up. So I mean that's pretty impressive in itself. Well, he, he actually impressive spoke is the right word for it too. He did speak yeah. English because he, he like he dubbed himself in like uh, Rumble in the Bronx and things like well, that. I know that I know that. But he, but even if you see the behind the scenes where they're struggling to get certain specific he, phrases, yeah, he'd never done uh, like spoken English on camera before. So he right. was saying like he was like really just nervous and freaked out. I, but it, it works out. It, it, like it, it comes off as endearing. Uh, it does. It, it, it works yeah. for the character, yeah. which is why they wanted him to do it in the first place. The, right. That it just. And then it's that smile, dude. You, sure. You're right with that smile. I mean, he he does when you over oh, with that. When, when he's when he's on the bus 
when he's looking for him and he does a little wave and he sits down that <laughs> right there that's 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 his character it, it just like instantly yeah. boom that's why that movie made you know over 200 million dollars he's got charisma oh hell yeah man and don't ever touch a black man's radio oh that shit like do you ever say the words coming out of my mouth come it, come on my man you know like oh, all man. that shit <laughs> father you spoke <laughs> Sick of dude. weed. <laughs> you got to. Oh my god, dude! That scene where he, he's like, I do, I do. I love that. To meet his fucking yes. <laughs> and he uh, puts it in his pocket like he's gonna take it. Oh, he's still lit. Man, it's so good. It's oh, so dude, good. and and that's when Jackie Shan said the N word. What's that? Yeah. Like that scene hey, was man. so awkward. Like, hey man, he's just following his lead though. Yeah. He said, follow my lead. But you know? it was funny, <laughs> and it was fun. It, it's yeah, it's man, great. It, yeah. it was it was yeah. all emotions at once. It was fucking hilarious. It was funny, but it it was kind of awkward watching it now. Yeah, but it was still funny though. I don't know, dude. Complicated I mean, you know, scene. <laughs> yeah, because there's that one guy comes in with the with the with the stick, right? With with the with the cue, and and he's hitting him, and he just like does this with his hand, and he kind of almost looks towards the camera, you know? Yeah, and you're like, yeah, dude, he's having fun during this scene. It's hilarious. Oh, I, I like that scene a lot. He's like sliding under the pool tables yeah. and then he like pushes the, you know, he handles the locations very well. And I love, you know, attacking with the two the pool cues and everything. Yeah. Solid. Excellent. Fun. Well, that's what, those are one of the, that's one of the things that works so well for me for basically every Jackie Chan movie is the way that he takes an environment and, and a set or a scene and, and makes the stunts and, and the fight choreography work within that location. Yeah, it's, it's what like every single one of his movies feel fresh. Even even like when he's doing some of the same moves, like it's it still feels fresh because it, it never it never feels choreographed. It always feels like a dude who has just been thrown into some random situation. And he's just right. trying his damnedest to get out of it. But this may be the first time that his choreography has been like shot like this to where like when when the bartender grabs him and pulls him over then we cut to a quick tight of the stool below him as his feet grab it and then pull it up and then we cut back to the wide where it slams the guy in the face and he pulls over you know yeah. uh we're, we're actually the camera's leading the action yeah as much um yeah or as far as the way it plays in the edit uh which gives it some excitement yeah it's pretty cool yeah i mean that that for me is part of the the east meets west's you know, fun of the film, and it's it's the choreography meeting the the camera style, and right? It, it totally works for this. Yep, dude. Fun facts? Any yeah. fun fun shit? No, oh, I, don't I thought know. you had I'm one. You guys, if you had. Oh, oh here here goes a, a fun fact. You know what the first movie to ever be reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes was? Rush uh, Hour. Rush Hour. Yeah, but it wasn't called Rotten Tomatoes at the time. No, it wasn't. But the the site that ended up being becoming Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Got started well, because uh, the guy who created the it was, was a big Jackie Chan <laughs> fan. So he started like taking all these Hong Kong reviews from those movies when they started getting re-released here in the States um, right. in the mid-90s. He started putting this site together just because of the release of Chan's new uh, – well, I, it wasn't his first American crossover, but it's I guess his first big leading role crossover. It just makes sense. The internet is – is basically rides itself on the backs of uber nerds and it was an uber nerd who loved jackie chan and was like fuck yeah i I, I need to aggregate all these other all this other love uh for jackie chan yeah well he he very simple coded the site in like two weeks to put all this stuff together that's four sales later and 15 20 years after and it's the site that everyone goes to and i wonder if he still makes money off of that deal probably not it was sold four times since he had anything to do with it 
Wow. There's no way he still makes money off it. He probably made a good solid chunk of change in the first place. How do you guys feel about Rotten Tomatoes? I don't think we've ever brought that up on this show. Um, I think it's rotten. <laughs> yeah. uh, wait, okay, are you just making a point, or is that how you really uh, feel, Jerry? Uh, those are COVID um, jokes. I, I don't really uh, I don't really agree with a lot of their um, critic reviews, but I tend to lean more toward the audience side when Same. I see it. The, it more, that's more the way I feel about things. But I definitely don't, like, you know use that as the way to decide whether I'm going to like something or not because there are definitely some stinkers on there that uh, that I love. I, I kind of agree with that. Like I, if, if it, it's got a rotten score, I don't care. If it's like a 98% or whatever, I'm like, okay, I haven't seen that. I should probably see it. The people, dis, like people not liking something, I don't typically always agree with. But if enough people are like, oh, yeah, this is fresh, certified, whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay. If I was on the fence about it, that's a good reason to be like, yeah, I'll go ahead and watch that. I like it just because it puts all the reviews in one place. So when I get done, you know, leaving the theater, I go sit at home and I can just click, click, click and just read reviews. And, you know, I like that. I like that part of it. But it seems like it's a little bit overvalued in our industry. Just a tad. Yeah. And it fucks well, up a lot of box art with that fucking goddamn certified fresh. Like, why do they put it that does. on the fucking box does. art? See, I've got a movie here that I, I want to give it the test, and I just looked it up. So what do you think that, without looking it up, what do you think that the uh, tomato meter for Demolition Man is? The Wesley Snipes. 40, 48. Mm. Really? Uh, I'm going to say 72. 62. Okay, so the tomato meter for Demolition Man is 59% with an audience score of 66%. See, I would think that this movie would have at least a 75 to 80% audience rating because this movie's fucking fun and excellent as far as like the way an audience would watch it. Yeah. But why, why so low? Wait, are See, you I, talking about Demolition Man? Yeah, I'm thinking this. It, I'm saying, I'm, what I'm saying, I just pulled a baseline movie that, that it's actually a really fun watch. You know what I mean? It's yeah. actually, it's as far as like the way an audience, I think, would watch that movie. The same thing with Rush Hour. I feel like this is an everyday fucking popcorn movie. This is like, you know, well, you guys want to watch something fun? We'll, we'll throw this in. There, there's quotable lines. It, it, the, the rewatchability uh, aspect is really high. Like I said, with, with Demolition Man, you get more out of it every time you see it. Dude. Like, look at you shaking no, your head, Brian. Look, Fuck you. No, Demolition Man <laughs> is a superior <laughs> film to Rush Hour, man. You're insane. Hold on, let me see what, what, what the what the yeah I was gonna say look, look, yeah I was gonna, like, let's be me- let's be so meta much better. let's be meta all right because you know Dude, I, uh, I, I Rotten Tomato got created because of Rush Hour long. let's see okay. what Rush what to- so Rotten Tomato the, says about Rush Hour the Rotten Tomatoes Rush Hour puts it at sixty percent so it's actually yeah. a, with an audience score of seventy eight so audiences like this one more, more than Demolition than, Man than Demolition Man interesting wait that's that was the audience score. What was the critic score? Audience score is 78 and the critic score is 60%. Oh, so both so of higher, them were higher. Higher on both. Yeah. Yeah. Then, mm, wow. Yeah, I, I'd go the opposite way. I think Demolition Man, dude, some of the jokes in that are fucking. Oh, they're excellent. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it's, they're, yeah. But I, I feel. Better writing there, I feel, better I, delivery here. Yeah, but I, I feel they're in the same vein as each other. No. I agree. What? No. Oh come on, man! Just I can because pop they're both funny of them movies back to back with and watch both of them. They're they're funny action yeah. movies that are standard popcorn flicks, yes. bro, with, with with memorable lines and shit that you can no, remember. Look, the yeah. characters are all fucking so- like. I you think know, Demolition well Man is smart, though. I think that's a, like a smart, and it's got it's got some satire in it. All right, um, right. I don't think Rush Hour has any of that. Oh uh, what? Yeah. It's got a little satire. No, bro. It. That Rush Hour always goes for the most obvious joke in the fucking room. What are you talking about? 
Well, you know, it's totally. What was know, the satire? Like, Give me one moment where you saw some satire. <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sitting there saying it, like one dude, is better it, than the it, other uh, in yeah, terms of highbrow, lowbrow like, humor, but yeah. right. I don't know. I like them. I I think Demolition Man holds up, but I I agree. I I, I like Demolition yeah. Man more than Rush Hour. But what I'm saying is, is the you want to pull a movie out to watch on on a Saturday night, you know, just for fun that you've seen a hundred times, just for most people are going to talk over it anyways, uh, you know. So throw in something like that, you know. Yeah. I don't watch movies that way, dude. Uh, well, you, you know, I don't, I don't either. Watch honestly, watch movies. Like I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not good. People are like you, I'm, I'm watching a movie. I'm like, shut the fuck up. See, I'm not good. Like a girl wants to come over and she's like, hey, you want to watch some Netflix? And I'm like, yeah, but you're gonna have to shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> Netflix and chill your mouth. Like, like, like she starts talking and then I just like pause it and I'm just like, are we gonna talk or are we gonna like watch this? <laughs> That's where I'm fucking up. Yeah. When that when that comes anywhere close to happening, it's like, let me pick a movie that I've seen about 300 times. Oh and man, I like I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, I'm going to have to watch this again later. <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother discussion right there. Uh, so did, uh, did did my comment earlier, uh, does that rule out making out late in like 20 minutes after the movie's over? Uh, just checking. <laughs> like a girl's reaching over you in a movie theater. She's reaching over to trying to get some looking like, bitch, we paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch this movie. <laughs> That's some real talk right there. <laughs> All the audience under 25 is like, what? <laughs> what? You did what? I, I went to see that movie, but I didn't actually watch it. What the oh, fuck is man. wrong with you? What? Dude. No concept. Oh. I've only had that really happen once. I went and saw um, The Fast and the Furious like three times in the first. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what? You spent your money on that? I he was a little asleep. fast and probably too furious. I fell it, well. I, I was I was an avid lover of Point Break, and this is a pretty much a, a remake of Point Break. But all right, I um, see that. But but like I, I fell asleep in the third watch. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Why did you have to watch it that many times? Because it was it fun, didn't bro. Make sense the first time. Oh, I thought you were like <laughs> girl or something the first time, or like. Oh no, I already told you I don't do that. <laughs> we're watching the movie, bro. He's wholesome. <laughs> He's like, I, got, I, I told her that the first time. We got into a fight. <sighs> I had to go back the second time <laughs> without her. <laughs> I took my dad that time. <laughs> oh my goodness, we have ratings here, gentlemen. I think so. I mean, we've already discussed the uh, tomatometer. Is that how it's pronounced? I have to look up Fast and the Furious and see what uh, it's... Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> Rotten Tomato score. They give it a 53. Damn! Audience audience score 53? Uh, the, I know. Tomato yeah, meter 53. Audience score 74. So it, oh, it actually rates wow. higher. It rates wow. higher than the other two films wow. we brought up. So, yet again, that's why I went and saw this motherfucker three times in the theater and <laughs> fell asleep on the third time. <laughs> the best Fast and the Furious movies, Part Five, man. God, that's, that's... oh man, the camera, the camera work in three is uh, is Tokyo Drift. Same it's director, Tokyo Drift? Uh, Justin, Justin Lin. Lin. Yeah, he Justin yeah. Lin is pretty freaking solid. He man. picked up uh, from like three yeah. and did all the way to like I think six. Man, yeah, he's a badass director, dude. He did that last Star he Trek is. movie too. He did. Oh, did he? He, yes. killed it. he killed Okay, it. yeah. See, he, yeah. he brought it back to what Star Trek kind of should feel like. Right? Absolutely. That's yeah, what right. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. Oh, all right. I like him. <laughs> also, better luck tomorrow. You should check that one out too. That was his first movie. Nice. Yeah. Solid recommendation. He man, that that he's so, a good filmmaker. 
So I'm going to give this, uh, this movie an eight. I, I, I think this movie is really fun. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I think, I think this movie has so many quotable lines. I think this movie like captured the imagination of a generation. Um, it, it spawned a, a franchise. Actually, it spawned two franchises because there's no way that you'd have Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights without this. That's uh, it, it, yeah. it opened up Jackie Chan to a, a new audience. Like, you know, the, nobody in America had heard of Jackie Chan at this time except for the Uber nerds, people who like shop at Suncoast and shit. But like, you know, <laughs> Uh, Bumble in the Bronx made like 30 some million when it came out. Oh, but still, this is when he hit like fucking like mainstream where your fucking mom knows who Jack is. Oh, he's funny. I like him. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, man, this movie is extremely fucking fun. Uh, Everybody should see it. It's a good one. I'm going to have to kind of echo that. I mean, I'm at an 8.5 personally. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it holds up to all the nostalgia that I that I recalled from my youth. Um, I'm excited to show it to my kids. Maybe in a few months, some of the jokes work. Some of the jokes uh, are very 1998. All the action still works for me, even even with a, a mature rewatching. Like maybe some of it's a little bit manufactured and contrived, but I think Tom ultimately Wilkinson. it's it's it is just as fun as every time I walked into the living room watching my dad watch it on. Some random Saturday afternoon. It's just as fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Um, nine for me. This was... Uh, Hell, yeah. Dude, for, for like the action buddy comedy genre, man, this was like a buddies film, man. Like me and yeah. buddies of mine would watch this stuff. So it's it just, just brings back like good like early adolescent, like early teens kind of, you know, let's get in trouble kind of fucking world, you know? And uh, just all those films were fun back then for some reason. When I watch it, damn, it still holds up. It still is fun, you know? It's because of the age you were when you saw it, man. That Everything's fun then. <laughs> yeah, and it still is fun at the <laughs> age yeah. I'm watching it in right now, too, man. It's so Hell fun. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is fun. Absolutely. So, dude, I love uh, just the simple, fun film, dude. You know, I, I can't take all the serious films all the time. And that's why, like, this month, I was like, yo, I can't do another <laughs> heavy theme month, motherfuckers. We got to no, do, man, like, a this, buddy We were going to or... do The Road, and then we were going to oh, do God fucking damn. History of Violence. Rec- and Rec- 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 do, what? Uh, Rec- Room for a Dream, and then we are going to do <laughs> Happiness. Jesus and then Christ. we were going to do a Serbian film. <laughs> and oh, then we were going to watch... Um... Uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> well, I'm glad we're doing the buddy June first. June, June is for, for buddies. buddies. Well, the world has had enough shitstorm. Oh, we need a we need a website. Judas for buddies dot com. Judas for buddies. We auction auctioned that off to our highest listeners. Oh man! Uh, you know that'll be a porn site quick. <laughs> Okay, Brian, trash my dreams. Uh, man, I don't, I don't really know what to rate this. Um, I'm thinking about it. I, I, I enjoy this movie. It's, the film's good. The filmmaking is good. The cinematography is well done. The music, which we didn't really talk about. Uh, Lalu Schifrin, he did the score for Into the Dragon. You feel it here. He did those, uh, I think we've talked about him before, the Deadpool. Did all those Dirty Harry movies. He's just got a great, great score. Did Bullet. I oh, mean, yeah. you can just, you feel that kind of like that, awesome like i don't know asian sounding i don't know what those instruments are those gongs and what those harps 
are. I saw people complaining about that that it was too stereotypical, but I think it needed it. I think it was nice. I mean, it was a little on the nose at no, times. No, it's paying yeah. homage to Enter the but Dragon, it, it man. Like there's even like no, some man. notes yeah. in the score that sound really close to Enter the Dragon. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. But, but but that's cool though. It sets tone. No, I like you that. Know, it, yeah, I, no, yeah, no, that no, kind of homage. Really well. Yeah, if you're gonna get yeah, the original yeah. guy that did Enter the Dragon, yeah, no, I totally. Yeah, why the fuck not? Yeah, the chemistry of the the main actors. That's. You're coming to the movie for Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Their chemistry is amazing, and yeah, the plot is kind of a shit show. And maybe Brett Ratner was right; the script, uh, maybe it did suck. Um, <laughs> and they made it the best they could. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna come down at like a seven, seven five, somewhere in that ballpark. It's it's a really well made movie, but yeah, I don't know. This is not one I've watched a whole lot in the last ten years, though. I'll be honest with you. I saw it a lot hey, when it came out, but hey, hey Brian, I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but I think most of this year your ratings have been the lowest out of all of us. What? Are you, are you a little sad about uh, life, that's not bro? true. Last week I was like <laughs> yeah, way under everyone. I, I, so. I think Jared and I were the highest <laughs> last week. Yeah, that's, <laughs> true, that's true. That's true. That was so high, yeah. bro. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about last week. <laughs> The last of the dog. Oh animals, my god! So. Yeah. Last week was a different. <laughs> last week was a different world. We didn't have it was. curfew. It was it's an now. Different world. It was a Tom Berenger yeah. world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> last week was COVID nineteen world. Now we're in COVID nineteen riot you know, world. Post apocalyptic, yeah, where it's like you know justice. Fuck the no virus. Justice. Let's just try to like you know stay alive. Oh yeah, fucking. I know, man. We, we're under curfews now. Yeah, yeah, bro. That 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 was not a week ago. That was a year ago for me. Right now, like, <laughs> dude. What like the feels fuck, like it. bro? It does feel like it. It was at least a, it was at least two months ago. So, and, and in the middle of all that chaos, it's good to watch shit chaos on camera, and it was awesome. Rush out. It was good. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So that's gonna do it for us tonight. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. It's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Guys, give us a rating review wherever you listen to your podcast. We would appreciate that. Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, or on iTunes, my other podcast, Torah Stories. And Mike, where can the audience follow you? Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. It's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Wahizzle, where can they find you? Uh, at WA Films. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And guys, we're going to be closing out the show tonight with track number one from the Rush Hour soundtrack titled, main titles, from composer Lilo Schifrin. Enjoy. Should have been called What a Rush. Whoa! <laughs> what a rush! This hour. What if was it was a like rush. what a rush? Oh and it was god! Like, what a rush! Nineteen eighties fucking lyrics for a song. <laughs> what a rush! What a rush! <laughs> and it's like, oh god! Come on, come on, my man! You gotta watch my show, man. <laughs> I am <am> Southern. <laughs>